Tonight, we press play on the last seven days and unpack the week from the cheap seats with your hosts, Melody Bracewell and Tim McDonald. Good evening. Thank you for joining us in the cheap seats. On a big week. And what a lineup we've got to help us do it. Showbiz superstar Mel Trasina's here. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. One third of Auntie Donna Zachary Ruane is here. Zach Ruane is here. And Australian royalty Robert Irwin is here. Amazing lineup of guests. Who did Channel 9 get this week? Thank you very much for joining us this afternoon. It's a pleasure. Everyone's got a fragrance out, haven't they? Yeah. Unbelievable. Viewers were quick to write in. Steve Snuggs says it's July. Good point, okay. Steve. Good point. Well, we've got to start with the major international news. A billion dollar deal locks in Australia to build war machines for Germany. And the lost Perth teddy. Yes. <laughs> Albo will send anything to Germany, won't he? <laughs> so Albo's overseas at the moment. He's in Berlin, then he's off to Lithuania for the NATO summit. What's the big story back home? A new type of onion is about to hit the shelves of Woolworths <laughs> across the country, and it promises to be tear-free. A tearless onion. Yes. They should instead work on the tearless relationship. That'd really help me. Yes. Um, <laughs> a tearless onion. <laughs> relationship. Woolworths um, <laughs> have released a tearless onion. But it's now up to the customers to decide if it's worth it. For me, that would be a wonderful idea because I do weep. <laughs> she needs the tearless sweet potato by the look of things as well. So Woolworths spent over 30 years developing the tearless onion. <laughs> but some reckon that money and research could have been better spent. Why don't we just concentrate on curing cancer or something? Call yeah, me old fashioned. True. Either, either <laughs> cure cancer or develop a seedless mango. Oh. <laughs> on and the cost of living crisis continues. Power prices are becoming a huge problem in Australian households. And Australian news studios. Try and refinance because often that's where you're going to see the biggest savings. Okay, Sally, thank you. Well, we've lost a bit of light but we'll try and keep going. Still, you need to find ways to treat yourself. The iced bobo, the Tina wafer, the honey jumble. They discontinued the honey jumble in July last year. Someone's gonna die. <laughs> Terminator 4 assorted creams. Yeah. Looks scary, doesn't it? Look, <laughs> times are tough at Channel 7 too. Under pressure, Nat. Mm. Just the way we like it. Under the pump. How are you going there? Yeah. Good, thanks. Good. Where's yep. your chair? Yeah. I haven't got one apparently. Okay, it's on its way. It's on its way. us with the no seats. Yes. You know, it's crazy. Anyway, prostate check week continues on sunrise. <laughs> so the cost of living, it's a big crisis in Australia. What's happening in New Zealand? Well, for the top issues of the week, I always turn to Seven Sharp. But now there's a trend emerging that could be a step too far. Mm. Dogs wearing shoes. Yes. <laughs> Hush puppies have cornered the market. Yeah. yeah. Are you trying to develop the laughless audience, by the way? <laughs> in shoes. Dogs in shoes. It's a big issue. I've never been happier to say the phrase, moving on now. <laughs> and there's been another week of travel chaos this and week. They've sent reporters live to cover the scene. Morning, Shervo. Hundreds of angry commuters this morning, all on edge as we head into the morning rush. Transport for New South Wales issuing an apology. Okay. I'll have a live report soon. When we say hundreds, yeah. <laughs> there's one person in the background. 
the travel frustration has even spread this week to Summer Bay. This is Tani. He's not happy, as you can see. He's pretty fired up. And it's all to do with the bike. Get out of here, bike. It's a vicious cycle. <laughs> and they're back. They're back. They're back. They're back. Oh, look, I suppose... Well, now I don't want to throw to this next clip. <laughs> the big question is... What's the problem with dogs wearing shoes? And we've lost them. We have lost them. Moving on, and another big talking point in Australia. Well, if your deepest fear is robots taking over the world, this next story could be very concerning. Robots are becoming highly sophisticated. One of the reasons for failure was that the people just weren't well enough informed. And so the Attorney-General of the day, Billy Hughes, uh, said, well, what we're going to do is have a pamphlet where the politicians can tell people the case for and against. But the big event this week, Mel, it's the Tour de France, which means it's time for... Tim de France! Tim de France! Ooh. Bonjour et bienvenue oh. au segment magnifique. <laughs> Just got... Oui, oui. <laughs> like some wine? Yes, please. Got this from Mum's glove box. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> by the way. No, this, I, did, I did find this red wine. It was lying around at Channel 10. It even had a gift card attached to it. To Dr Chris Brown, sorry to see you go. Thanks for many happy years at 10. So... <laughs> Could be poisoned, by the way. <laughs> Bienvenue au Tour de France. Too far? Too far. Possibly oh, too far. We know. We're in. We're yes, in. it's that time of year again. The Tour de France, the world's greatest cycling race. Who doesn't love bikes? <laughs> <laughs> The Tour de France, it is all about the incredible skill of the riders. Also optimistic about his chances today as... <laughs> that's a risky way to go about it. And a man with no pants is driving the forklift. This, this season of Le Bloc is really off the scale, isn't it? Some riders don't even need bikes. Except Kuss right up there with him. I haven't seen this before. For me, though, it's all about the action. Even the dog is getting involved in hurting some chickens there on the left-hand side of your screen. We haven't seen enough chickens in this Tour de France. Or are they ducks? <laughs> They're actually <No>. geese. <laughs> it's not just about the cycling. Yes, it's also... Sorry, just a bit distracted because those dogs were wearing shoes. Um, <laughs> it's not just about the cycling, it is also about the scenery, Mel. The Tour de France features some of the world's most beautiful... Most dilapidated churches. As we see the uh, Basilica of Santa Maria, some considerable damage was done to it. The Church of Saint-Pierre. It was a recent collapse there with one of the walls had to be rebuilt. The beautiful Saint-Raphael church was actually burnt down by lightning. <laughs> France, the Tour de France, it's a wonderful event and France is obviously famous for its food. Delicacies like smoked salmon, foie gras, caviar, game meats, anything that can give you gout. Yes. It's all there, absolutely beautiful. That's the SBS commentary team, Mel. Have a look at the commentary setup. It's a cramped room. There's one small round window. It's like they're commentating from a homemade submarine, by oh. the way. Isn't it? Oh. 
Let's move on. <laughs> that is, of course, Matthew Keenan, Simon Gerrans, Dr Bridie O'Donnell. They do a wonderful job for SBS providing insightful commentary. We've been on air a while and we haven't talked about tapas, which is kind of interesting given we've eaten all of the tapas bravas and croquetas and some amazing food. The winner, the winner of the stage gets to wear the yellow napkin. It is unbelievable. It is not all about the food, though, guys. And apparently the white asparagus was the favourite vegetable of King Louis XIV. Okay. I'm starting to get gout. No, stay with us. White asparagus was my nickname in high school, by the way. <laughs> SBS have also sent two-time national champion Gracie Elvin to conduct interviews. I'm here with Luke Durbridge from the Jayco Alula squad. Luke, can you talk us through what you're wearing today? It's not the Logies, it's the Tour de France, guys. Let's focus. Um, I would have asked him. What if cat owners want to put shoes on their cats? Is, is that OK? Well, so many incredible riders at the Tour de France. My favourite has to be... Well, this is a very important moment for Brian Cockard. The great Brian Cockard. I don't think they've quite nailed the pronunciation. Brian Cockard. Brian Cockard. Brian Cockard. 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 Cockard is in a good position. Yeah. Cockard coming really fast. The fast finishing Brian Cockard. <laughs> He's wearing the ribbed jersey, by the way. <laughs> Well done to Brian and all of Team Viagra. Congratulations. <laughs> so there it is, the Tour de France. I think the one word that sums up the greatest race in the world is... Cockard. Cockard. Yes. Cockard. <laughs> We've got to take a break. Back with more in the team chief right after the break. Welcome back to the team chief. Brought to us by the iconic Subway Footlong Sub. From where we're sitting, packed full of white asparagus and TLS onions. <laughs> great to have Subway on board. It's also great to introduce our showbiz correspondent. Would you please welcome it's Mel Tresina? <laughs> Lovely to see you, Mel. A little, little early in the show, but... Um, <laughs> I know, I've stepped up in the world. Yes, it is great to see you. What have you been watching this week? All right, Channel 7 have launched their new show, Animals Aboard, featuring Australia's sexiest vet. Dr. Harry. Yes. <laughs> it follows pets and wildlife as they travel for work, medical treatment or family reunions. Dr. Harry might be an experienced vet, but I'm worried about his old school approach to driving. On this episode of Animals Aboard... Good morning. We pack a long neck for a road trip. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like Dr. Harry's next appearance will be on RBT. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, that was Giraffe Azizi, and he has the same problem most families have. Azizi's very closely related to Nolene. Uh, he is actually her half-brother, so they have the same dad. So we really don't want him mounting his sister. <laughs> Especially after a few long necks. Yeah. <laughs> they have been moved to Tasmania Zoo, though, so... <laughs> <laughs> Spe speaking of animals, uh, nice of you to come dressed as one tonight. <laughs> It was actually a stylistic choice because I was hoping that Rob Irwin would try and catch me backstage, so... <laughs> <laughs> you, know he's, you, know, you know he's against captivity, don't you? <laughs> but I am not, so well. it's OK. <laughs> Rush, <laughs> let's move on. Rush continues over on Channel 9 and last night contestants had to race through India's Holi Festival. So what was the experience like? The streets are so busy. There's a cow every, like, five metres we walk. Hello, can I 
touch it? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not after the MeToo movement. Uh, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> after I just sexually harassed Rob Irwin, I'm talking about MeToo movements. That cow's got a better chance with Robert Irwin than you do. <laughs> Sammy and Whitney were tasked with making dinner for the other islanders. Now, we already know they have poor language skills, so how are their cooking skills? So it's kind of like pasta, kind of like mashed together. Okay, babe. And then mince. Okay. Oh, God. What the fuck is this? <laughs> it was actually as easy after Dr. Harry had one too many behind the wheel. The beauty about all that Botox is that every onion is a tearless onion. <laughs> <laughs> Singer Neo performed for the villa before surprising the girls with a van to take them to the other villa, Casa Amor, to test their relationships. And from their reaction, I can't tell if they were willing and excited to go or being kidnapped. Ladies, 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 I have a surprise for you. Oh, oh surprise! Ooh. Yeah, that car right there. That... No! No! <laughs> I've had a lot of all Oh, Why are they screaming? <laughs> Tara Brown going to kidnap them, take them back to their families. <laughs> <laughs> to the Kardashians, where Kim's hair and makeup team were tasked with one of their biggest projects yet. Today we are with Kim and we're getting her driving licence picture ready. So Kim shut down the entire California DMV to get the perfect pick. So they thought of everything, right? Mm, can we try again? So maybe if you, can you come out a bit more? So it's not so cropped? No, so, yeah. Yeah, Excellent. is there any way to save this, do another, and have them side by side? No. Can you just airdrop it to us really quickly? Do we take it right? Do you risk losing it? Can we just see it with, with the dog ear filters? Just try that. Uh, meanwhile, Chloe tries to settle a fight between Courtney and Kim. However, I'm struggling to get the facts straight. My understanding, she's tried to talk to you, but you haven't been ready to talk. Zero percent false. Zero percent. She's reached out. <laughs> Some other entertainment news, singer Olivia Rodrigo starred in the latest episode of Vogue 73 Questions. Who is a celebrity now who you're dying to meet? Robert De Niro. Hit me up. After his track record, he'll probably knock you up. But... Wow, a, a desperate single attempting to creep on a Robert. You, you, uh... <laughs> Ringing any bells? <laughs> Interesting, uh, the police have 73 questions for you, by the way. Unbelievable. In big news of... Sorry, in big news for you fans... You are still no, thinking sorry. about it, aren't you? I'm so flustered. <laughs> in big news for fans of love, Osha Gunsberg and slightly inebriated women fighting each other, The Bachelor is returning, and like last season, there's three of them. I just love that Channel 10 have gone with the strategy of the number of bachelors um, outnumbering the people watching it. So that's... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's beautiful. That's no, just a, a choice. When is The Bachelors coming back? Um, I think it's like in a week. <laughs> is that right? You tell me. I don't know. You tell me. You're our cultural correspondent. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> These dating shows, they often leave me wondering if romance is dead. And that was until I found The Courtship on Nine Now. It's mm. a dating show where everyone is whisked back to Regency-era England to find love the old-fashioned way. But unfortunately, some of the suitors are a little confused about what they have to offer. Oh, this is sweet. Wow. Dear mysterious lady. What I offer is limited or limitless, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> Clothes are limited as well. Yeah. So this is like a ye olde dating show. Yes, yeah. Where they all dress up in old kind of clothes. Yeah. Yeah. They don't dress up in anything. <laughs> well, they undress up in yeah. old clothes. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like Bridgerton if it was a reality show. Yeah, right. That's kind of the vibe. Right. Yeah. That's why I don't know when The Bachelor's starting because I've been busy watching yeah. this. Yeah. But thankfully, there are some who know a thing or two about big romantic gestures. Have you ever made any big romantic gestures, Mr. Chapman? Um, I've taking girls in my van to places. I think we have some... <laughs> Tell me the exact places and where they are. <laughs> I actually think we've got some footage of that van. Oh, yeah, there we go. In saying that, I am slightly worried those on the show have a bit of a drug problem. Ladies and gentlemen, our heroine is about to arrive. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Weekend Arts and Entertainment. Welcome back to the team seats. And it's time for our very special guest. I'm Robert Irwin. Robert Irwin. Robert Hyde. Please welcome Robert Irwin. Robert Irwin. G'day, how you going? Right. Is everything right there? Should be a lot of fun. Check it out. This is so exciting. Would you please welcome to the desk conservationist, zookeeper, wildlife photographer, superstar, Australian royalty, Robert Irwin! Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Sarah. He's amazing. Oh, it's awesome. Robert, it is so great to see you. Thank you so much for coming down to join us on the show. Can I just say, I truthfully, our whole family, <laughs> the entire Irwin fam, are the biggest fans of the cheap seats. We love you guys. So how good are the team seats? I mean, this is the best show ever. Look at these guys. Well, you guys are legends. Given hey, we our, love you. Given our ratings, I know you guys love anything endangered. So <laughs> <laughs> it is great. And likewise, Robert, we, we are massive fans of you. You might have seen our showbiz reporter Mel Trasina is a yeah. very massive fan of you. <laughs> it was it was quite funny backstage. You know, as soon as I I, I entered the green room, I, I felt like I was home. There's a zebra in the in the room with me. It was great. It was really nice. But what was funny is we were actually just talking about her wedding backstage before she came out. So, but no, I that, that has been annulled. That so we'll yeah. Yeah. Not, not she's, legally she's binding, she's apparently. Yeah. And when you saw her dressed as a zebra, was the temptation to jump on her and tackle her? <laughs> not quite. Not quite. Not quite. Not quite. Fair enough. Fair enough. It is. It is great to see you, Robert. We're so glad that you could be on the show. Um, Thanks, we know you're really busy at the moment, so thanks for fitting us in. You're working at Australia Zoo, you're travelling around the place. How's everything yeah. going? Oh, mate, it's going great. It's just yeah. flat stick. Flat out like a lizard drinking, you know? It's just <laughs> crazy, yeah. But, you know... I don't, I don't think we can say that at this time slot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, you know, it's just here, there and everywhere. But what we've got going on, of course, at the zoo itself is, is so busy. But, you know, we, we've got so much happening on, on the global scale. You know, wildlife conservation projects from Africa to the US, Southeast Asia. So... We're just always on the go, but mate, when you do what you love every day, you never work a day in your life. It's great. Yeah. I, uh, I wish we knew the feeling. <laughs> <laughs> as, a, as, as 
as an animal expert, I have to ask, um, mm. dogs and shoes. Where do we Where do we sit? I mean, past the dog. Speaking of animals, exciting news at Australia Zoo because mm. there is there is a brand new animal on the scene. This is the first time I'm actually ever laying eyes on the Irwin's turtle. What makes these guys so incredibly special is the fact that they were originally discovered by my dad. What an honour to be holding a turtle that dad originally discovered. Alsea Irwini. Very, very cool. That is amazing. Oh, that is absolutely that beautiful. Thanks, Steve. Yeah, you know, that, that was a, a rescue mission that we did because there's, there's so many threats that face those turtles out in the wild. They're a very small population that they actually exist, right? So anything from dams to climate change, whatever it is that happens, I mean, in an instant, they could just be wiped out. Yeah. So we went in there, we rescued a select few, brought them back to the zoo to give them safe haven. And uh, they're doing so well. But it's really what we're all about, you know, for our, our charity and, and everything that we do, but also on a personal level, continuing Dad's message, you know, this legacy that he created, not only for wildlife conservation, but also just a love for life itself. Yeah. It is the honour of a lifetime to, to keep that going. Every time I don don my keys, I feel like, you know, I've got a piece of him with me. Well, it's awesome. You are doing that. Absolutely. Absolutely. You are, you are more than doing that and you are no Thank doubt you. more than making him proud, mate. You're doing a wonderful job. Appreciate Speaking that. of discovering animals, uh, we also have discovered an animal. I don't know if you saw the rat in our green room, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, if, if you discover a new breed of giraffe, the Bracewellite, it's a, yes. it's, it's, it's a name that's available, I will say. Noted. <laughs> okay, well, there's lots happening at Australia Zoo. It is exciting times because you've, yeah. you've recently unveiled your... Luxury cabins at mm -hmm. the Crocodile Hunter Lodge. Can yeah. you tell us a bit about those? Yeah, this is really cool. We've just decided to go full on. You know, we've been wanting to do accommodation for a long time. It was a dream that Dad had. And we were really hemming and hawing exactly what it would look like. But we've decided to create a real luxury, immersive experience at the zoo, surrounded by wildlife. Uh, it's such an awesome spot, the Crocodile Hunter Lodge. We've got the Warrior Restaurant, like proper fine dining there. Yes, it's awesome. Yeah, there, yeah. There it is there. You guys should come and stay. Yeah. That'd be so much fun. Well, Let's the, do it. The, yeah. roast, the roast Irwin's turtle is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> It's a delicacy. It's a delicacy. Goes great with those tearless onions. Um, but what else can we expect at the, at the Warrior Restaurant? Well, not that. <laughs> um, we can expect a, a lot of... It's, it's really just an, an ode to the local area. We yeah. really prioritise supporting our, our amazing local producers and some, some really cool options. And, yeah, it's just an awesome time. It's, it's kind of funny, actually. We set up the lodge and we've got, you know, kangaroos and emus above our in, infinity pool. It's amazing. Yeah. But so many wild animals have come in. So you walk around the grass and there's just kangaroos grazing out the front of your little cabin and kookaburras. It's just... An absolute paradise. It's I always so cool. find that when you go to the zoo and then you see just like a chicken that's roamed and you're like, this isn't your place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pigeons going around like, come yeah. on, you know, we're not here to see you. We don't have any chickens. <laughs> Speak, speaking of animals, you are obviously passionate about animals. Yeah. Is there one that you're like, I'm a little less keen. Uh, <laughs> well, it's it's funny. I I will say I love all animals. I absolutely love them to death. There's not an animal that I don't just just love. But there's there are some a, animals. There's, that, a, there's a big butt coming here. There's, yeah. <laughs> there's some animals that uh, don't love me particularly oh, well. Really? Yeah. I have a thing with wombats. Actually, oh, wombats gosh. try to kill me. <laughs> 
but they don't like. They're not just aggressive. No, they try to kill me. So, really? Yeah, yeah. And mate, give me a crocodile any day. Wombats are crazy. <laughs> they're insane. They can run 40 k's an hour. Oh my really? god! Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. They got teeth like this. It's like a, a school zone. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. Wombats, don't trust a wombat. Yeah. <laughs> well, before we go, you're a great conservationist. Have you got a message for us before before you go? Is there anything that we can all be doing to, to do oh, better? Mate, well, I, I, you know, I think something that my dad always said, something that will stick with me forever, was treat every living being the way that you wish to be treated. Except wombats. That's it. <laughs> Except wombats, because <laughs> they have a thirst for blood. Yes. Well, Sorry, I was just killing a mosquito. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you, head, if you head to Australia Zoo, you might be lucky enough to see Robert at work with the crocs and with all the wonderful animals. Good luck with the luxury escapes. They look absolutely incredible. Ladies and gentlemen, would you please thank Robert Irwin! Welcome back to the team seat. And it's been a big week in the world of movies. Guess what? It's Mission Coming. Impossible yeah. week. Huge fleets hitting the big screen. Indiana Jones. Mission Impossible. Oppenheimer. Joyride and Barbie. This is the best day ever. It is the best day ever. To unpack it all, he's one third of the comedy legends. Auntie Donna, he's an actor, podcaster, comedian, major movie buff. Ladies and gentlemen, would you please welcome Zachary Murray! Yeah. I've got to say, um, I'm a little disappointed you didn't introduce me as Australian royalty. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, a sailed Australian peasant. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask backstage if Robert could like make me lord, like Australian yeah. lord. Or... <laughs> but you were saying you've saved a few animals in your time as yeah, well. Yeah, I saved, uh, I saved tons of crocodiles and turtles, so I'm good. <laughs> Jackie, it's so great to have you here. Obviously, we know you and we love you from Auntie Donna, mm. but what people might not know is you're a major movie fan. Yeah, I love the movies. I'm a big, big movie boy. And can I just say, before we talk <laughs> about movies, I just want to say thank you so much uh, for having me on this free-to-air television program yeah. uh, to talk about theatrically released movies. The yeah. boomers in my life have never been more proud of me. Yeah. <laughs> I've made it in their mind. Yeah. All I need to get is, like, an ad and then I'm good. Like, yeah, yeah. You are a major movie buff and it's it's an amazing time yeah. for movies at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, so it's the American summer at the moment, which means that it, it's the time where all the big Hollywood blockbusters are coming out. And for the last five years, that really meant one of two things. You were going to get a comic book movie or maybe, if you were lucky, a legacy sequel, which yeah. is essentially all your favourite movies from when you were a kid, except now they're 45 minutes longer and everyone's old and sad. Great. <laughs> yeah, great. Have you, seen the, uh, have you seen the new Indiana Jones? It's just, oh, yeah. it's literally just Fleabag and, like, an old man that can't do his groceries. <laughs> that, that's a major plot spoiler. Yeah, there actually is a plot spoiler, I'm afraid. Indian jumped in the self-serve checkout. It is a, it's a tough one. $230 million he's, to he, make you feel a bit sad. He's, he's, he's jumping over tearless onions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but also, it's actually a very exciting time because in one week we're getting not one but two movies about the most toxic inventions of the 20th century. The movie takes a look at J. Robert Oppenheimer, the man known as the father of the atomic bomb. Plus Barbie's best day yeah. ever. <laughs> two, two tragedies. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of Barbie, Barbie has hit the news this week. Barbie has tiptoed her way into a geopolitical minefield. <laughs> it's true. Uh, Barbie has been banned in Vietnam. Right. Uh, of those two movies, that's the one that's caused the <laughs> geopolitical <laughs> issue. It's Barbie. It's Barbie. 
lobby. Yeah. And I'll tell you why, this is the best part. It's because there is a map in the film that Vietnamese censors believe is alluding to a Chinese territorial uh, issue. That's the map. See that big blob of Asia? They think that map is uh, saying anything other than fun times, you know? <laughs> why? why is there a Chinese territorial map in Barbie? Uh, well, because, look, I, I don't think this is an appropriate conversation for light entertainment. I Googled we, it last night. We can move over to Sky News if you're more comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because there's this thing called the nine-dash line. Uh, there's eight dashes there. Uh, the Vietnamese government thinks that's a, a claim for Chinese territorial ownership over the Ch South China yeah, Sea. You're right, this isn't a fun conversation. <laughs> I Googled it. They were like, do you want to talk about this? I was like, yeah. And then I Googled it. I'm like, nah. <laughs> so obviously these massive movies are coming out at the moment which means the press to us. They're a massive part of promoting the movies, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, and look, they've always been a big part of promoting movies. I think if you if you think back uh, 20 years ago, you had Mel Gibson and Ozzy Ostrich, you mm. had Will Smith and Rove, you had... <laughs> I'm sure there's a non-problematic actor in there doing the press to us. Uh, Roman you... Polanski and Pucker Duck. Happening. Yes. What is your favourite part of the press tour, though? It's, it's very funny. I think your producers asked me on here because my agent said I liked films and then I said I'd like to talk <laughs> at length about uh, celebrities being forced to talk about or eat snacks on the press tour. <laughs> so This is a big part of the press tour, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Chicken crimpies, uh -huh. burger rings, oh, Tim yeah. Tams. I love honey goodies. I love Solo so much. Mm. You have chicken crimpies? Yes. <laughs> Not only does she have to pretend to be excited about a movie, now also chicken crimpies. <laughs> <laughs> what a cruel injustice. We make them really work for their 15 million. <laughs> is, she, is she promoting Barbie or barbecue shapes? Like, what, what, is going, what is going on? What is going on? Oh, wow. So the Barbie team, they're loving, they're loving food at the moment. Yeah, and at least they've been good sports. Like, uh, God save whichever community manager thought it would be a good idea to ask Harrison Ford to do this. I kind of like it. <laughs> Black and white cookies from New York. Good. What is happening? That comes from a minute-long video of him just eating snacks and being like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My just, it's just good to see him back on solids, though, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a bit sketchy for a while. It was a bit and so, uh, not to be outdone, Mr. Tom Cruise himself, oh, really? uh, I found this great archival piece of footage, and by archives I mean uh, YouTube, <laughs> of him not just eating snacks, but an entire Japanese banquet. Then bucket pickings. Then Oh, my God. <laughs> Dry tomato, olive, ketchup, and shoyu. Oh Chicken crimpies after that. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> act normal, act normal, act normal. That's Tom Cruise on the press tour. Um, I don't know if you're a movie buff or just a food fan. I, uh, I am a crazy person and I should have just picked a clip of him like jumping off a cliff or something. <laughs> well, we're so glad you didn't. If you want to catch Zach, he runs the Funtime Film Club, a monthly movie night at the Lido Cinemas. is well worth a check out, ladies and gentlemen. Would you please thank Zach Ruay? <laughs>
It's been a huge week in the world of sports, yes. so to take us through it, it's us. It's us. Yeah. <laughs> we've, blown the, we've blown the guest budget. Yeah. <laughs> well, all the talk this week, it's been about the Ashes. The third test, which kicked off overnight at Headingley. Sports tragic and comedian Titus O'Reilly says it shouldn't come as a surprise with many previous occasions where the two nations have found themselves at odds. Hey. I like how they, he barreled the camera as if to look deep into our souls. We love you, Judas O'Reilly. Yeah. Um, no, no, Titus, we do love you. Please, please come back. Okay. Um, uh, the Ashes did continue yes. this week, with England taking out a rain-interrupted third test. After rain delayed day three for more than six hours, 7 News reporter Joel Dry has more. <laughs> well, a really frustrating day for the Australians here. Yeah, their other reporter, Al Nino, was unavailable. Yes. yes. The rain stayed around for quite a while. Simon was high when the fans rolled in, but with the rain not far behind, only some supporters found a reason to smile. Are you happy with this weather? Us ducks, uh, we, we certainly are. <laughs> or are they chickens? Yes. We don't know. Who's to know? I was watching the Ashes Mill and one cricket legend was in attendance. We ran into Dickie Bird as well. Lovely to see him up and going. Not only up and going, but at 90, still do, did... 18 holes of golf this morning. I don't think he was playing golf. I think he said he was he was walking walking the golf course. Yeah. There he is. There. Caught <laughs> him taking his teeth out there. I think. Cricket's kiss cam is a little different. Yeah. <laughs> the third umpire had a look and determined that they were not out. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, a Joe Root Canal. Yes. Uh, the final that state is against the spirit of dentistry. <laughs> the final state of origin match yes. between New South Wales and Queensland kicks off tomorrow night. The parents of the players, they're very proud. Australia, his kabulcha home is a Corey Horsburgh shrine. He's easy to spot in all these photos, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's pale skin and he's a ringer. Great. <laughs> But by far the big sporting story this week. How do we not get to this earlier? ESPN, a major league eating. Welcome to the 2023 Nathan's Famous International Hot Dog Eating Contest. The annual 4th of July hot dog eating contest in New York. And they assembled quite a lineup. He is the former oyster eating champion, the former sweet corn eating champion, donut eating champion, pistachio eating champion, <laughs> the undisputed kale and bologna eating champion of the world. He's the undisputed kale-eating champion because no-one wants to eat kale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you eat it, sure. <laughs> All the big names were there. His great-grandparents were Back Fat Johnson and Muffin Top Murphy, two of the greatest meatloaf and gravy eaters of the early 20th century. Oh, my God. Classic Nippo baby. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Muffin Top Murphy. Yeah. Wasn't the only one. He has asked his wife to call him Megastrami in honour of the seven-pound sandwich that he ate on their wedding day. So romantic. Yes. <laughs> Someone cutting onions? Or... <laughs> also been called the mega heart attack, by the way, as well. There was even, and this is exciting, an Aussie in the mix. Take a look at James Webb. I mentioned you know, that his Australian mates call him Don Bradman because uh, that's the greatest athlete of all time in Australia, the cricketer. That is James Webb, the Don Bradman of hot dog eating. His average cholesterol is actually 99.94. So that is the great James Webb. He did very well. This is an amazing, it's an amazing event. It's an American tradition. You know, Coney Island is the birthplace of quiet luxury. And nothing says quiet luxury like a man shoving hot dogs down his throat. I think the commentators got a little distracted. 
Lots of talk about technology being the end of humankind as we know it. Look, John, you show me a chatbot that can eat 59 hot dogs in 10 minutes, and I'll buy into this AI nonsense. Until then... I reckon if technology ends humankind, we would have deserved yes. it. Yes. <laughs> I'm a fan, though, of the post-match interviews. I was watching her. I fumbled my hands. I got stuck with a big burp early on, but I was able to correct. <laughs> <laughs> It's a technical thing. I had a burp. I was able to correct. That was the winner of the women's competition, Mickey Sudo. The winner of the men's was Joey Chestnut. Yes, and the announcement, look, it was a little dramatic. The boy king who has grown to fulfil a destiny of greatness. Look on his works, ye mighty and despair, for he has surpassed the kings of Egypt. With 62 hot dogs and buns in 10 minutes, yeah, wow. <laughs> he surpassed the kings of Egypt. I don't even think he's looked at a food pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we've got to take a break. On the other side of this, we award our reporter of the week. The cheap seats continues. Good afternoon, this is Dorian Tassado from the Mission Impossible Traffic Centre. Your traffic report should you choose to accept. <laughs> that is our favourite Adelaide traffic presenter, Dorian Tassado. He does incredible work and this week he's taken traffic to another level. Tom Cruise is back in Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Epic stunts, awesome locations. It's going to be a wild ride. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 in cinemas now. This message will self-destruct in five seconds. Back to you, Agent. Smithson. Thanks, Dorian. Uh... <laughs> Me meanwhile, a 10-car pile-up on the Eastern Freeway. <laughs> we'll, get we'll get to that. Moving on, and it's time to award our... ..of the week. Exciting. Let's head to the Townsville show. The undercover animal nursery was the natural place to shelter from the storm clouds. That's 7 News Townsville reporter Risa Utama, a great journo. You'll notice there she's holding a goat. It's not the first time. The petting zoo has been the highlight of Pitch's lambs, goats, cats like Jaffa here, guinea pigs like cheese here. Should be back in the bush. The RSPCA says it also needs more handlers to give the animals a pet and pup cupcakes. But in exciting news, 20 babies have been born in just three months, with keepers keen to put them on display before they go to their new homes. If you do lose or find a pet, an extra $150,000 is needed to make the upgrade possible. Put them down. Put them down. It's not a petting zoo, it's a childcare centre. Yeah. <laughs> and what does Risa do with the animals? Tenderness, juiciness and overall enjoyment. That was the baby. No. <laughs> Congratulations, Risa. We love your work. Please keep it up. So to go with all the dogs, cats, goats and guinea pigs, you now also hold the title of... to a new show that's caught my eye this week. The House of Wellness. The House of Wellness? Yes. Is, I think this is a lifestyle show on Channel 7. And the inspiration for one of my brand new critically acclaimed segments. <laughs> it's time to step into the... Yeah. House <laughs> of Brace Wellness. <laughs> You're welcome. Your brace welcome. I thought Where... the cheese was off. Yeah. This. What are we doing? The house Where... of brace wellness. Mariah 
take a deep dive into the house of wellness and bring some much-needed self-care tips okay. to the show. This is exciting. So let's step into the kitchen and see what they're cooking. What are your ingredients doing to benefit the boys? Mm, well, if I had to choose one, I'd choose a ricotta. Now, get this. Because of the shape and the fact they're grown in pairs on a tree, when they were first discovered, the Aztecs actually called them after a name meaning testicles. It is the <laughs> ultimate man food. In more ways than one. <laughs> I'll pass on the guacamole. <laughs> um, uh, let's move on. Let's just go for a simple smoothie yeah. that's on the menu. Great source of monounsaturated fats, which help reduce bad cholesterol. This helps to create a healthy heart, which is obviously a win on its own, but a properly functioning heart also helps to get blood to a man's sex organs, which oh, is so <laughs> important for his libido. <laughs> He's making a smoothie. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> House of Wellness has a cold shower. <laughs> That's my, unbelievable. My favourite part, though, of the House of Wellness yeah. is the stock footage they use to really paint a picture. A binge drinker is someone generally who drinks a lot, drinks quickly, and <laughs> often uh, can end in blackouts, hazy memories, not remembering how they got home, and waking up feeling ashamed and embarrassed about their behaviour. It's just great. It's great to see your mum on the show. Yes. <laughs> What happened to Heidi? <laughs> Is it for binge drinking or binge pretzel consumption? I don't know. And that was... <laughs> of Grace Wellness. And on that note, we're done. We'll see you next week right here in the Tuesday.